been killing people for a living. I don't kill people. I enforce the law. Appaloosa's on the verge of becoming a ghost town. You boys are under arrest. Nobody saw that. This didn't happen. Mr. Cole, Mr. Hitch, we want our town back. It's what we do. It is, ain't it? Can't finish my coffee first. You surely may. I'm the new city marshal. You're a dead man. You ain't got no jurisdiction up here. Jurisdiction? I believe he means jurisdiction. If he doesn't, he's by God right about it. We'll kill you and Hitch. You'll try. You shot three of my men. Matter of fact, I only shot two. Mr. Hitch shot the other one. Welcome back to the Three Amigos Movie Review Podcast. My name is David. I'm Chris. And I'm Peter. <laughs> and today we're going to be reviewing the 2008 movie Appaloosa. Starring Ed Harris, Viggo Mortensen, Renee Zellweger, and the great Jeremy Irons. The synopsis of this movie is... Two friends hired to police a small town that is suffering under the rule of a rancher find their job complicated by the arrival of a young widow. <laughs> All right. You guys want to... Was this your guys' first time watching this movie? No, I actually watched it a few times, like, years ago. And uh, and then for the podcast, obviously. No, I, I watched it when it first came out. When it first came out, yeah, when was it, first, it in theaters? Did you go watch it in theaters? I don't think it was. I don't. I don't remember. Shit, how long ago was that? Two thousand eight, thirteen, 13 years, ago? years ago. How old were we? Old <laughs> enough to see it? Probably. You're like twenty three. Yeah, maybe. I was, yeah, I don't. 20. I, don't I, it <laughs> I think I was like twenty when it came out. I own the DVD. Did you guys ever buy the DVD for this? Yeah, I, I have it. Do you have the DVD? Yeah, yeah. I have the DVD. Okay. All right, so. Do you guys remember Jeremy Irons? Just real quick. I know this is kind of jumping the thing. Jeremy Irons' uh, speech in the courthouse when he's trying to not get hanged. Yeah. That wasn't his actual speech. That wasn't his original speech. Did you guys know that? No. No. All right. So this is his original speech. Okay. I sense a certain antipathy toward me because I picked this movie. Now, listeners, (laughs) don't be persuaded. Or feel full of Peter and Chris's negative comments on this movie. It <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It is not justice in this new podcast of ours to allow them to deprive me of my liberty, let alone my movie pick. That was <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> you had me going for a second. Alright, so uh, let's just jump into <laughs> first impressions. What did you guys think watching it this time? Did it change? Uh, it definitely did for me. Like when I first watched it years ago, um, I like I was like during it was like a time in my life when I was like really into like westerns, and so I was just buying up like every like western DVD I could yeah. find. Back Are you then. not in westerns now? I I am. Um, I totally love westerns, but 
back then, like I was in uh, just a fix, you know, like, like any Western would be. Yeah, okay. like well, I was picking up Seraphim Falls. I was picking up this one. Um, just like one off, like strange, like Westerns that, you, you know, like you, Weird people, West yeah. also, too. Yeah. So how was it this time watching it? Um, it kind of let me down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Dude, how so? Oh, well, that, oh, we're going to that. Because I, I held it in such, like, an Higher esteem. esteem. Yeah. Okay. So you think like, you changed? Yeah. Not the... Well, I think so. Like, yeah. I have a similar thing. How, how was your watching, Peter, this time? Well, this is the first time I watched it to review it, to view it critically. And I saw some stuff. It's not a perfect movie, and I had to pick out why I'm not going to give it a 10. But it's still a great movie, I think. Do you think it aged well? Yeah, I think it did. Um, I, I don't really, I don't know, that's such a weird question, like age well, because I think there, there yeah, are like timeless think movies, only perspectives right? age. <clears throat> I just think like some of my favorite movies are old as heck, you know what I mean? So, Well, uh, like uh, Jimmy Stewart's It's a Wonderful Life, that seems like timeless you know and then some movies just like some what's the movie like your movie your pick the the first one we did beyond the law yeah, yeah. that one's just didn't age well yeah. at all. <laughs> it's just uh, i don't know uh yeah we can let's skip that that's a big thing all right. all right so what do you guys think about the actors you guys are ed harris fan he did direct it and everything this was like his baby there was his he's only directed two movies um and it shows <laughs> what was the other movie he did? It shows why he should. Uh, it was called. Well, are you guys, are you guys uh, fans <laughs> of him in general? Ed Harris? Yeah, I love him. But as acting. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah. Okay. I am too. He's, he's, what do you guys think about uh, Vigo? You guys, big time Vigo fan? <laughs> I absolutely love him, obviously, for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was um, great in this movie too. I want to say a lot yeah. about him. He's a little. He stole the show. He's, he is great. He's a little bit weird, <laughs> like in real life. Yeah. But, all right. What about uh, Jeremy Irons? He's fantastic. You, I, okay. Yeah, I got a lot to say about him too. <laughs> but like overall, you like him in general. Yeah. 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 I think like the casting for this movie was pretty spot, like um, not spectacular, but it was it was a good job like, casting. <laughs> it's crazy. He hasn't aged. <laughs> like in the last 30 years yeah yeah but you can definitely see more of a dark like his colored hair now in this movie compared to like in batman or i don't know did they color his hair for batman i don't know all right because he is more grave than there but his voice man it just ages like fine wine dude <laughs> i i like jeremy irons he's in a, a movie called uh night train to lisbon have you guys seen that no no i'm gonna make you guys watch that you guys are gonna hate it <laughs> well, let, let's jump into the last one renee zalwick what do you guys think about her i'm curious um i didn't mind her role but it was uh it's funny seeing her in this role like i'll say that much because I, uh she she pretty much only plays like one certain type of role well and then, what role is that uh, for me, it was a it was a horror movies. Oh, um, that where I really appreciated her acting. I've never seen her in any horror movies. Okay, there, there's a movie called Case Twenty Three that people out there should really check out. If you're Is she a lot younger, or... mm, it came out around this uh, same time. What All about right, you, Devin? You go first. <laughs> I I didn't like her character. 
and she did a very good job making you not like her character. Yeah. Um, I know David's probably going to say um, he wanted her to, to be a different actor. You might say that. But I think she was cast really well <laughs> because you don't like her. But that, yeah. No, but okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, the other thing I was going to say is um, um, it's going to be kind of weird because I'm going to contradict myself later. Because there is some shit that was probably my worst scene. She had my worst scene in this movie. Okay. But we'll get into that later. But I think she, the casting was good. I just don't like her character in this movie at all. I did I wasn't a fan of her before this movie, and after this movie, I hate her. Oh, I, like, like, get out of this movie! What's that? You're ruining a, the movie. Hate is like a strong word. Why? Why did you? Because she ruined this movie. How did she ruin she, it? she has no business being in this movie. Okay, so like, like, give me I'll say she like ruins a lot of the plot in this movie. Okay, once I read that Diane Lane was supposed to be in this movie. Oh, really? She was the original one supposed to be in this. And I love that. How Lane. did Renee Zellweger ruin the movie? Her name is if, Miss French. She is like, <laughs> she does not like, I, I, I just, I just dislike her. <laughs> like, I just don't like her okay. in general. But and if, I think she just doesn't fit in this movie. If Diane Lane was in this movie, it would be a totally different movie. And you'd probably be in love with that character. I think she would still play it. I, I thought about that because. She would still be doing um, Ed Harris dirty, right? What do you think, Chris? Because it'd be a yeah, totally I different think, character, you know. I there, think I think it's probably like on a personal level, you like yeah. and you you hate uh, well, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, but, but look, I didn't hate her before this movie. I did not hate her before this when, movie. When when Renee Zellweger's character movies with her, when Allison French gets off the train, I really don't like her. If What's her name? Who's supposed a, to cast it? It seems to Diane Lane. If she got off the train, you'd be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably going to fall in love with There's her There's a lot of movies where people do despicable things, but you like the character. I like this movie would be different if Diane Lane was in it. She would have played it different, but I also think it would have been better. A lot. I, think, I don't think she should be in this movie. Renee's I think story-wise, the movie could have been a lot better without a female character or her female character in this. Damn, we're getting into this. She does, <laughs> <laughs> she does throw a wrench in the entire thing. No, right? but no, it shows his fault. It shows Virgil's well, this biggest is, flaw. This is one of the right? biggest ridiculous things why I couldn't get on this movie this time. Is because he acts like he's 15 years old yeah. in this movie. He's like stumbling over his tongue talking to her. It is ridiculous. How is that ridiculous? He is a 50-year-old man. But like if 55. he was, like he, can't, like, like he says in the film, if he was with whores his whole life, and he really falls in love with somebody for the first time. It looks like he never saw a woman before in his life. It was the way it was <laughs> yeah. acted. He did. Like, was, kinda like, I was like, that is insane. Like, like, uh, I, I couldn't get on board with that part. Okay. I, that's, Especially I can see that. I can see that. Too, when, you didn't, you didn't when he's that? picking out the like curtains. Like, the way he acted in that scene was just <laughs> completely, like... It was kind of funny though. Did you laugh at that? <laughs> no, I was kind of despised at it. Kind of, <laughs> kind of small for curtains. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. <laughs> I like that. I like Rico's light in it. But he was also like, uh, uh, I don't know what to do here. I don't know how to talk to my wife. 
I'm like, he, he doesn't he doesn't know how to talk to women though. That's the thing. He never had, he lived with a, a chick a that, that he didn't woman. speak the same language. Oh yeah, that's right. He he goes to towns. He takes over towns. He's not a nomad. He communicates with people. It looks like he never saw a woman before in his life. I mean, he like, was talking to his friend, friend before he got to go around like, a person a lot. Yeah, yeah. he'd have been like, dude, chill out. Like, Vigo should have been like, or Everett should have been like, dude, you look like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's, we are getting into this pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but are you telling me... Uh, Okay. The best lines and worst lines. Well, I'm just saying that there's probably guys like that, like all around town. I've never you know? seen a man that old act that insanely ridiculous over someone that is not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> right. That's a good ending to that. Okay. All right. So. All right. Let's say some something good about the movie, all right? <laughs> Before we lose, like, should all we do the our best scenes then? Or? Yeah, go ahead. You want to do your uh, what? What's your best line of the movie? Okay, um, my best line was uh, after they capture uh, Randall um, Bragg, and they take him back to the uh, to jail, and his whole posse like comes to uh take them back confirm yeah to confront them and at take the jail? them back yeah they're at the jail and he steps out into the um in front of them uh Ed Harris does and he gets off the hat and starts shooting away and everything well before that um he's talking to them and they're having the whole conversation about like um we're going to take them or not like no you're not and he says to the guy can't take um, a soul or something of course he's willing to die. Yeah, Talking about Virgin. Yeah, because he says... Uh, uh, Everett. He's like, are you willing to die? Are you willing to die, Everett? And then Virgil says... He's all like, yeah. Of course he's willing to die. You think we're doing this job because we ain't willing to die? Yeah, because we're scared of dying or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to be crazy, right? You got to be a gunfighter. Yeah. So that's your best line. That's my best line. What's your worst line? Uh, my worst line... Was it's actually a series of lines, okay. but it's every time he says, "What's the word I'm looking for?" You don't like that part. I hated oh that. Oh my god, they're, they're a match. That. They're like what? Like they they make. Like, Why did you hit it? They're more of a couple than fucking. I thought it was just a bad quirk for him to have as a character, like him, like being. Uh, uneducated. I much. love that whole part. I love I love all of those interactions because, like, if you watch for it, like Everett, he looks for the word. Oh, I'm sorry. Virgil looks for the word that he's looking for, and Everett waits for him to ask him. Yeah. And Everett never like just tells him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't know. I like that part. Uh, yeah. I I liked it too. Probably not as much as you. <laughs> I did like it. I, it did not bug me at all because I liked his flaws as yeah. a guy. And something off topic is that it seemed like um, Everett didn't have any flaws like as a character. Yeah. And that's something I want to talk about in this movie. Yeah. But that's that was your worst line, just like when when you couldn't 
when he yeah when he can't think of the right the correct word or yeah. the um the exact word kind of like, like i do every episode <laughs> no no but i don't know because it, he has almost too many flaws like at this point because he falls for the whore uh, the whore yeah and then like and then he's got this uh quirk as well like and then you look at everett and he doesn't like you said like he pretty much doesn't have like any flaws even though, uh, what's his name, uh, Virgil, um, he points out a supposed flaw that Everett yeah, has. Is, which is and not a fucking no, flaw. No, it's not. Not <laughs> at all. And he's being a hypocrite at that point. <laughs> Do you know, what was, so what was he pointing out to him? He was telling him that having feelings yeah, <laughs> is a, a flaw. <laughs> makes him an imperfect uh, um, uh, officer. Gunfighter, yeah. pretty much, yeah. All right, what's so what was your best line too? My best line was when Jeremy Irons or Randall comes into the bar and they meet for the first time. Goes in there, he has like that fucking whip, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a scene, and they sit down and start talking. And I like the part where he offers her him a glass to drink out of. And he's like, hard to like a man who doesn't drink a little bit. Yeah. But he says, but not impossible. Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not impossible. impossible. <laughs> I like that part. I can't believe you guys didn't like my best. I, I can't believe you guys didn't pick my best line. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, yeah. there was a lot of good lines. What, all right, what was your worst line, Peter? My worst line... Oh, I didn't like the hookers and squalls. That's just a personal preference. What does that mean, squalls? I, th- I thought it was referring to, like, Indian women. Oh shit, that's fucked up. Damn. Because they they use that line a couple of times. Do you I mean, that's why they. Remain, I remember one time. No, they used it. They used it twice when Virgil said, "I've only been with hookers and squalls. I, I had a squall woman, but we never said anything to each other." But what is is that? Is that a racist thing? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, but that's like I've only had hook. Well, yeah, I guess if you're grouping them with hookers. And then the other time they said it was when. Um, Ring, Ring Shelton. Shelton comes in and he's like, I've only seen him with hookers and squall. <laughs> yeah. Just, ah, yeah. And, it's, yeah. That's when they didn't know that she was a whore, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's a whore. She's just I think she was, though. She was. A, I think she was a whore before. That's why, like, Ring noticed her and everything like that. Oh, Did you get that? Did you, I didn't get that I at all. I didn't get that. Oh, but, girls? I don't yeah. think so. I no, why think why so. would he say that then? Because why, they noticed her. Why would he say what? I took. I always took. What do you say? I always took Virgil for sleeping with whores and squalls. Because that's probably what he only did. They both of the brothers recognized her. They look at no. each other after they look at her. I think okay. So what I got from that scene is they saw this lady come out and how he's treating her. Didn't you get that, Chris? Like, oh shit, he's falling in love. This guy is, is all. He's never had a lady before, and now he's taking this lady out. I don't. I, was, I don't think they recognized her at all. I don't know. Now that David points it out, like I'm starting to lean more towards his side. That's, that's weird that you guys. That's weird that you thought of that. I thought she was. I thought they recognized her, and they said something like, "Why is he?" I thought they were saying, "Why is he treating this horror like a like a woman?" Right, and then Virgil tells him she's neither. That she's not a. And he's like, "Oh, I'll be damned then," because I thought because he's saying. I thought she was a whore. You know what I mean? That's why. That's how I read it. Oh, I didn't read really like that at all. Do you think that, like, because um, when Virgil tells 
uh, or it's Renee's character, um, Allison, um, when she tells them that they're going to be buying a house together. And um, Everett, all he can say is all like, what does he say? At that oh, scene man. when they're at the table. Something sad. It's yeah. all like, that's something. Yeah. Ain't that something. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Because like, he think he maybe reckon he realizes that like no, oh he's trying to turn no, that into a house I don't think uh, I, I think don't you think, guys are just jumping I don't to think conclusions. Virgil <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't think Virgil knew that she was a whore or or because like, she wasn't <laughs> I don't think he thought bad of her until she came on to him what I'm saying is I thought that the the Shelton brothers both knew her as a whore before and recognized her. In that scene, that's how I read the scene. When they first see her, and uh, Virgil's going in that little buggy ride with her, they both recognize her. They look at each other, and then they—that's how I read it. But you originally thought that they were just surprised to see. Yeah. Her. yeah. All right, so David, let's. Uh, Wait, your best. Did scene. you say your worst? Oh, you said your worst. Yeah, line. the hookers and squalls. I just didn't like the line. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a best line. I don't have a worst line. Um. Well, wait. Hold on one second. I think I do have a worst line. Okay, my best line, which I'm surprised it wasn't your guys' best line, one of your guys' was um, <laughs> after they meet up with the brothers, after the brothers had kidnapped her, and the party meets up with them, and then they're like taking a night watch, and she walks up to uh, oh yeah, Everett and Virgil, right? And she's like, Everett put his hands on me, and... Uh, no, he did not. <laughs> Everett's like, no, I did not. And then Virgil, the best line is from Virgil, he says, no, Virgil or Everett didn't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not even like, like, as a matter of fact, he did not fucking do that. You know what I mean? That shit was amazing. I don't know. I like that part a lot. I mean, yeah, I get why you liked it. It's Because uh... he put her in her place and he's like, there is no fucking well, way he fucking did that. You're a damn liar. Well, at that point, like he's lost all like faith in her, like, uh, and but because he saw her like running around naked with that one dude. <laughs> yeah, but like he knows Everett's not a liar. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, no, like all Everett had to do was say, no, I didn't do it, and so you think and it cemented had... it in his mind that that did not happen. You know Talking I mean? about that scene, kind of since we're on the topic, it kind of <laughs> it kind of sucks that that Virgil's like. Sit down, Everett. It was like, oh, fuck. You know? Yeah, he made him sit there through the fight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my worst, uh, <laughs> my worst line is uh, when Virgil meets her, Renee Zellweger's character. I'm sorry, I got kind of like an itchy throat tonight. <clears throat> but um, he asks her straight out, you're not a whore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he asks her, like, it was like the second sentence out of his mouth. Yeah. He's like, you're not a whore? Or like, it was like, man, I was watching this with Casey and she's like, what the fuck? Like, That's how you start off a conversation with someone? Oh, <laughs> That was pretty good. Okay, so I, I get how you guys are saying um, there's no way he could have met someone like this for the first time, right? Even this town, she was the only one like that. He That's could- another problem that I have with this fucking movie. There's 12 people <laughs> in this movie. There's 12 people in this town. Yeah. Like, don't don't run off Randall Bragg because that's half of the income that's coming in. <laughs> well, okay, so back then, 
Back then, you had a lot of farmland and people lived outside of the town. These days, you have everybody in the city and little people outside the town. Right? It didn't portray that good enough, though, in my opinion. <clears throat> like there was, it looks like there's twelve people that live in this town. Yeah, that like, poor, it does look that, like it. that poor waitress who's always running around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got guns! You know, she's always like freaking out. <laughs> they should have had more like, people on yeah. the street. You know, and when they definitely should have, and like the scene when he goes to like go see the house. It's literally just down the street <laughs> from the sheriff's office. When he meets Bragg for the first time, he's the only one sitting in the restaurant. When he meets Renee Zellweger, they're the only ones in the restaurant. There's lots of times where it's just them. And it really does feel like there's 12 people in the whole town. Well, okay, they, but, like, well, there's yeah. a lot of great actors in this movie. And I seriously think they should have not had so many great and just hired... Ten more extras. Well, just to be walking around. All right, so check this out. At the end of the movie, that hotel was bustling, right? Yeah. It was really busy. Oh, shit. Was it because like how many people were there? Six. There were six of them in there. Well, that time. But you think it was because Brad was always going in town, just scaring everybody out of the town? You think that's what had anything to do with it? And at the end of the movie, they were like, there was this people people walking a cow down, right? Yeah. yeah. It, that could, and I'm, I think me, I'm defending this movie. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Let me give you a, two like examples, a okay? All right, there's a scene in Tombstone when the older brother is named Virgil, right? Right, Virgil? I believe so. When he's walking down before, when he decides to become a police officer, he's walking downtown, the cowboys are shooting up in the air, and he bumps into like a mom that has her face cut with a bunch of her kids. And that's when he's like, all right, I got to do something. <clears throat> like, she had two seconds in the movie, and she she played a pivotal role. That was a big town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was. It was a huge town. Did that town. This one had, like, four stores or, like, maybe no, like what a dozen the heck? Stores. What are they trying to say? That there's 12 people that live there. They probably wanted people to come back to town. That's why they hired these guys. It seems It ridiculous. is plausible, though, right? You could say that's plausible. Okay, let me give you my other scene real quick, though. <laughs> Open Range, the movie Open Range with Kevin Costner. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene where the cop confronts them, like in the restaurant, and they they're like everyone eating in there is afraid because they're gonna have a gunfight in the restaurant when everyone's eating, and they all like peel up the wall to get out of the way. Like everyone in the restaurant gets as far away from him as possible. Like that would have been that's a great scene. It's a lot of extras. This this movie does feel to me like there's twelve people. So you your complaint is you want extras. It did it feel it felt like there was no one that lived in this town. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me. I think it's uh like I, if I, they, should, I, I should stop. I should they, stop, but I I'm, I'm trying to say is nobody lived in the town. Everybody lived out of the town and they and go they, there for business. They could have showed that a lot more then. It didn't feel like they showed that at all, really. <clears throat> I don't know. Because I could say a couple of scenes, like when they get when Virgil gets off the train. There's other other people departing from the. I train. wish there was like a mm-hmm. lot more people. Go ahead, oh, no. it, Do you disagree with it? Feels like you don't think there should have been more people in this movie. Then, I, like I said, I think there's just more people at the end when it became safe. Go, I go. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I guess it didn't pick and choose well. Like when to like add extras, or you know, or they didn't do it enough in the movie, and. Uh, there is a scene though, like where they're talking about um, 
where Everett and Virgil go up to the mountain. I mean, it, the mountain is just like down the street. It's like, <laughs> um, and they're going up to confront the two people that are like stalking them. City yeah. limits. Really. Yeah. And they're all, yeah, they're all like, you're outside the city limits. I'm like, so everybody in within that <laughs> range of the mountain lives within the city? Or like, how does that? Well, uh, I shouldn't try to defend it so much. That's I'll just some, say that's what you small, think. Do you agree with it? That, if you disagree with it, then uh, say something. If you don't disagree with it. You don't I'm just saying it. that that's like that's. I don't want to be rude, but that's some little stuff. Like that's big. very little stuff to me to criticize. I guess, but yeah, that's just me. It, 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 it did bother me a lot, though. All right, uh, let's go with the best scenes. All right, shall I go ahead. start off? <laughs> okay. Defend um, your movie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite scene was towards the beginning when, uh, well, not, yeah, I guess it was towards the beginning um, when Ed Harris and Viggo Mortensen, they, um, after they get uh, confronted by the kid who's willing to testify in court uh, about Randall Bragg. In the restaurant. Yeah. And it's right after that. Um, they're on their way to Randall Bragg's uh, property. And the whole scene, because it's like early in the morning, like before anybody's awake, and they're like traveling. Like you, it's kind of like got that blue tint like yeah. before. And then like you see a shot of the sunrise. Like that was my favorite scene just because of the, the When they go view. grab Randall? In the yeah, house. just, just in the before house. they grab him, yeah. That was your favorite scene? That was my favorite scene just because... For cinematography reasons? Like, yeah. Because, I mean, throughout the entire movie, all you see is, like, bright dirt. sun <laughs> and, like, dry dirt and, like, you know, just the sun shining. Like, it just looks, like, very... It, the whole movie itself didn't really look that great, you know? There weren't that many, like, beautiful shots. And that was one of the few of them that, was, that set itself apart. That is true. There was... There was ample um, opportunity, yeah, to make some beautiful shots. Yeah, because the desert didn't. is beautiful, you yeah. know. If you, you know, maybe, what, yeah, who knows? Maybe they shot it and cut it. I don't know. I think that's it. I think it would have been a different movie if they did. So, but, but we also live in the desert, <laughs> yeah. So maybe like. Some people that live in snow are like, that's so cool. You know I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're going for. Who knows? I saw your worst scene, Chris. Uh, my worst scene was uh, basically when Virgil's complaining to Everett about being <laughs> to, uh, an imperfect soldier. Oh, yeah. Um, they're like gunfighter. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just thought that was very like hypocritical everybody has feelings <laughs> yeah <laughs> says. yeah um i don't know for him to throw that into his face yeah like because they like they i don't know for the whole entire movie they're supposed to have like a professional relationship <clears throat> and at that point he's kind of pretty much like attacking him yeah know? so like he he says uh, the only reason you're not as good as me is because you have feelings. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. There's a couple of times where he hurts his feelings, where he hurts Everett's feelings. And another time is when uh, Everett tells Virgil he's like, you know, let's just kill him. I don't care if I'm a cop. You know what I mean? Do you remember that part? He's like he he's walking back from the train, 
and Everett's or Virgil says, we can't touch him. The president pardoned him. We can't do nothing. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Everett tells him, he's like, I never really took the law side too seriously. He's like, let's just fucking kill him. Throw him out back. I don't. Yeah, I, ah, damn. I didn't and get that like from a, the conversation. I don't think I remember him trying oh, to say yeah. let's kill him. He was did, big did he time. Say that, Chris? He, Why would he, he say that about the law? I thought. He, like I, I thought never... he was trying to say like, like don't go into the law that much because it's all bullshit. Why That's though? what I thought. Why would he be saying that? I thought he was trying to say just forget about it. Let's move on. No, he. He's saying, did, don't Chris, take the law part that? too seriously. Well, that's exactly what I thought he was saying. What I'm saying is I didn't think he was trying to say, let's go kill him. I thought he was like talking more of like the politics side of like... That's what I thought. I, I didn't get like, as, let's go kill him. Or just leave it like that. I read it as... Vir, uh, I, I read it as Everett telling Virgil, like, don't, don't take... I, he's like, I'm a good gunfighter. I don't take the law too seriously. It's all right. We don't have to follow the law. Let's just go kill him. And then Virgil like shoots him down really hard. He says, uh, "I take it seriously. What the hell am I if I don't?" And then uh, Ever gets all butthurt. Do you guys remember that part? Yeah. He gets all butthurt. Yeah, I just took it as like, "Hey, we we did our job. That's all we could do. That's what I took it as." Like yeah. as the good. But why would he be it. telling him like? Because um, he did, he probably doesn't want him to fight for ten years in court for something that. But why would he say, like, I don't take it ser- I don't know. Yeah, that's the way I read it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Agree to disagree. All right, so that's your best and worst scenes, yeah. Chris? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. My favorite scene is kind of weird <laughs> because um, I, you guys probably never would have thought of it would be my favorite scene. But the judge, from what I've read, is Ed Harris's yeah. dad. And he was <laughs> my favorite character in the whole movie. What? His acting <laughs> was, was fantastic. He was uh, <laughs> like, you, you got like probably like three minutes in the courtroom. Aliquid, but it felt like you it? were in there for an hour. Eloquent, but not convincing. Yeah. <laughs> every, every, everything he said, everything. Sit down, Mr. Bragg. Yeah. yeah, his tone, his voice, everything was superb. Yeah, yeah, like, well, the bees are in the butter. You <laughs> Does anybody have anything? other to say than you know what he yeah. says the sheriff the sheriff was never here <laughs> you shut up or i will give him any means necessary to yeah. shut you up yeah he was good <laughs> yeah that was my favorite scene and that had really nothing it, it took a shot of virgil but the main actors weren't even in that scene i absolutely loved that character yeah he was good um at least worst scene worst scene is renee's outworker when she's pouting because she's got that noose around her neck. Oh, uh, yeah. That. She is. No, no, that's that's bad acting. Look at She's pouting. She was literally pouting. Do you remember yeah. that scene? That is uh, that that scene is when I was like miscast like a motherfucker. Oh, like, <laughs> like, she if, does not belong in this movie. If they took that out, um, it would have been just that, that part, that shot of her pouting. Like, I'm sad. Everybody feels sad for me because I'm sad. Like, it was horrible. Do you, do you remember that scene? Did it bother you at all? It was like after the train. They had a they noose around out. her neck yeah. and then they take off. Yeah. But she was literally pouting. If Diane like, Lane was in the noose, I'd be like, no, Diane Lane. <laughs> but then it would be a different movie at that point. Probably a better one. Would, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I don't know if Ed Harris wanted you to hate her. You know? No, he didn't. He loves do you, her. Do you think Ed Harris... No. 
as a director, oh, as a do you director. think Ed Harris wanted the audience to hate her character? Because I, if it was Diana Lane, you probably wouldn't hate he her. He wanted Diana Lane, though. That was his yeah. first pick. Well, hey, okay. If you were the director and you had Renee Zellweger or Diane Lane, who would you pick for this part? It depends on the character. <laughs> who would you pick for that part? <laughs> who would you pick, Chris? I think whoever I picked, I would <laughs> probably, I'd probably go the way, you know, that. Okay, but which one I would picked. you pick? I would rather pick Diane Lane. Right. But, well, <laughs> but it would be a different movie. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Like you would probably feel <laughs> some sympathy for Diana Lane's character, right? I felt if sympathy anything. for her for getting kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I felt sympathy for her also when she's like, I'm always scared. Yeah. I felt like That's true. That's some true feelings. I don't her. hate the character. I just I don't hate the character in this movie. It's very <laughs> strange. Yeah, that's a very strange thing to to feel like I thought it'd be just a lot better with someone else. Alright, David, your uh favorite worst scene. <laughs> My uh, best scenes, the same scene as my best line, is when the both of them are up, like uh, standing up there. He's like, "No, he did not say that." Why is so, that your best scene? Because they're because they're like best friends, right? And there's like they have a stronger connection, the two of them, than he does with his woman. You know, what I, mean? yeah. I don't know. I just, I just like, I just like that scene a lot, and it's dark. And her face, he's like, when she says, you believe him over me? He says, that's correct. And she just just gets so angry. And, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, I might as well just stop talking, right? <laughs> that's, um, that was good acting on everybody's part. Yeah, that was, it was good. It was good timing on it as well, on the lines. Um, do you remember... Oh, sorry to interrupt you, Bill. Um, do you remember the scene where um, Everett is with the prostitute? Yeah, and oh. she's telling him this lady's gonna do this, and she does it. Right? Yeah, that also reinforces the fact that these guys don't know women like at all. You know what I mean? I, I'm sorry, I'm just defending this movie. Like, Did you guys know uh, um, Viggo Mortensen and that actress? The she's the um, whore. Yeah, Adriana Gill. They're actually together now because of that part. Really? Yeah, they're they're still together now. And they met on set over there. So since we're talking about that. Do you think she dresses up like a whore all the time? <laughs> <laughs> since, since we're talking about that, would you have liked it better or just the same or worse if uh, they took off together? Him and, and the prostitute at the end of the movie? Vigo? I thought that there was better chemistry between Vigo and the whore. <laughs> there it with, probably was. There then, probably was. Yeah, with Virgil and, and Renee. But do you wish they took off together? Yeah, I kind of did. You, bro? Do you think... Well, that's another nah, question, though. I, I think it'd be kind of silly. I think... I'm kind of happy that they didn't yeah, take off together. I never thought that they were in love. Do you think Ed Harris's character loved her, though? Renee Zellweger's character? Yeah. Do you think he loved her? I don't know. I do. do I you think, think he loved uh, her. But... Yeah, I mean, he does, like, stick with her, like, even after everything, you know. All right, so this is a <clears throat> this is a Robert B. Parker book. It was written by Robert B. Parker. And he has, uh, he's done a lot of books. He passed away. But he also has the Jesse Stone series. Have you seen those movies? You've seen a couple of them? 
Tom Salak. I think I made you sit through one of them. <laughs> Have you seen any of those? They're like made for TV Tom Salak movies. No. <laughs> he has like nine of them. Damn. Yeah. And uh, Robert B. Parker wrote all those. And all of his books, I think they have like a lot of connection with um, characters. Lots of friend connections. Lots of like loyalty connections. That's cool. So that's kind of like a... I didn't know that because I'm a big fan of those Tom Salak cheesy running, movies. A running theme maybe? Yeah, and he just does it well. He has... Yeah, he did do it well in this movie. Yeah. All right, we're, we're seeing... Seen, we're seeing... Is, um, when he met... Uh, <laughs> When he met Renee Zellweger's character, Allison French, <laughs> just like when he's, he's like, and shit. yeah, because he's acting like a fool, like a 15 <laughs> year old or like a 12 year old that's never seen a woman before. And it's so fucked up the way he looks when he says, uh, are you married? And she says, he died. He He's so happy that she's a widow. <laughs> he's like, that's a shame. He's all, <laughs> he's all smiling. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. What? I was like, what a dick. Did you hate that scene, Chris? <laughs> no, I didn't hate I it. Didn't, I didn't hate it, but it was like, man, that is ridiculous. I could, hate, I could, see, I could see why he hates it, though. <laughs> yeah? Like, it just, he did act like immature, you know? Or like, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish. No, I was just going to say that. Yeah, like he was, uh, um, it for his character, like especially after talking after the scene of uh, when they first meet, um, and him to be acting that way, like uh, later on in the movie, like uh, his character is just I don't know, it's uneven, you know, it's like not consistent with like how he should be acting. I thought I was going to pick it up, but it's not. I was going to say correct All right. Anything else to say about the worst and favorite scenes or anything? I, With that scene in particular, um, I don't know a better word to say it. I thought it was kind of like boyish, boyishly <laughs> like cute. Yeah. It, yes. You know? but he's a 50-year-old man. I know. Like I know but I, yeah. <laughs> I, I always say in my ratings, like, they had a goal, and I think they hit it. They they wanted it to portray that way <laughs> and they hit it right. Do you think that's? Well, do you think they hit the well, mark on what they were directed is, so he obviously yeah. he wanted. To, uh, <laughs> but do you it. think they he got across what you wanted him to to get? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. It that's, just seems silly. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is completely silly. I agree with you. All right. So is that everybody's best? Yeah, best it version? is. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What do you guys think about? The action scenes in this movie. Go ahead, Chris. What do you think about the action scenes? I'll tell you this right now. I was really disappointed because of the gunshots. Okay. Quick question. Did you like the action scenes back then when it came out? Yeah. I mean, I still like the action scenes. Okay. Like, especially at the end. Like, the it was the climax of the movie. Um. But yeah, just the sounds of the gunshots, it was not good like sound recording or sound, mm. you know. I didn't pick that up. I got to review like I, I mean, rewind it and see. You watch a like a you know, any like action movie and whenever a gunshot is like pow <laughs> and here it was all like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really know. Sound. I'm naive. Maybe no, like, they're loud. But okay. like what, but I lost what, my hearing for like 4 hours. <laughs>
What about, so besides the sound, what about act, the action? Oh, about yeah. The, what about the shooting scenes themselves? Yeah, um, I really liked them. Um, it, I think it. To me, this is this movie was kind of like an homage to like traditional like old westerns. Um, the, you know, you didn't really get a lot of like fancy like, um, like choreographed like fight scenes. No. Or like. Um, or like trick shots, like off the fucking like balcony, you know, like flipping a guy or anything. It was just like up front, like like full fledged, like gun, like uh, um, looked realistic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end gun scene where he squares up with Randall Bragg, where uh, Viggo Mortensen squares up with him, and he's all like. Uh, Standing at the Lined angle. up, yeah. yeah. Did you see the way he was standing yeah. with his hand behind his yeah. back? Oh, man, that was so awesome. Yeah. You do that so that you have, he has less of a target. You yeah. don't want to stand squarely in front of him unless he has a big target. So yeah. you kind of stand at That's an angle. That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, what'd you, Peter, what did you think about the action scenes? So um, almost all of it was was really done well. Um but reviewing it like critically, I gotta say one of the only things that I found wrong with this movie is um, they started off really good with the Native Americans when they were like ambushing them, and it, it showed like a nice pan, and they were coming in, and then they ambushed them, you know, and then they scared them away. But then like I felt like it didn't deliver with the rest of like the Native American threat. I just didn't yeah. feel it, you know. You didn't feel it concluded with the peace offering at the horse. Right? I think it concluded with it. I just it felt like something was missing to me. You don't think that um, they kind of missed their chance to like do like the native Native American like uh, like the like portrayal like of. Like how they look, you know, that's that's true too. Well, that that's true, but um, I didn't feel like that. I guess they kind of tried to show like that they were scared of him because they wait, they tried to wait them out, and everyone's all pissed off because they waited for God knows how when yeah. just drinking water, and then Brad gets pissed off, and Ring gets pissed off, and then Virgil goes does the peace offering, but I didn't feel like they really were scared. You know, when they run in yelling and screaming, they, uh, I don't know. I think I they th should have had a lot more to it. I don't think it I delivered think. fully to the full, like, threat. The direction, them. too, like, during those, um, like, ambush scenes. Like, they could have showed a little, like, close-up of them being, like, shot. And it would have, like, helped the scene a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I think so. Like, um, when Dances with Wolves, you know? Yeah. But... Even in the last movie in Ballad of Buster Scruggs, you know, yeah. like when you see like the guy getting like shot through the throat, yeah, like you could have shown a little bit more like damage, you know. Yeah, maybe just the movie didn't show a lot of damage, like or gore, which no. is fine. Yeah, but it really didn't. It took it back at that scene as well. Yeah, you know? I like that scene a lot. Like, but do you think do you get my drift? Do you, do you feel like it didn't deliver? With the whole not that scene in threat? particular but the rest of the movie yeah that <laughs> scene i like a lot because uh i don't think the native americans were trying to kill an anybody and virgil and everett 
We're not trying to kill them or hurt them. They shot the pack horse. I don't know if you heard him say, hit the horse. Yeah. Because they knew if they killed, yeah, if they killed one of them, then there it wouldn't be done. But I really like one of my favorite parts is when Everett gives the horse, and like they're staring each other down, and neither one of them are scared of each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they just sit there for a minute. They just linger on it, and then he takes and takes off. I really like that part. I could see the appreciation with it. I don't think it fully delivered. Okay, so what about the rest of the action scenes in this movie? I like it. Um, almost my second best line was, everybody could shoot. You know, <laughs> they yeah. just get, get all busted. Um, Anything else to say on the action scenes? No. It's, it's really strange because the first time i seen this movie, I loved the action scenes. And this time I didn't really like them that much, especially the last one with Bragg. Um, because it felt really cheesy. <laughs> he just, because like, he was I scared it. to like, No, I liked it all the way to the until he gets shot and just like falls over forward. It just looked a little cheesy to me. That yeah, part. unless like, it was like a crack shot, like a crack pot shot. Yeah. You're getting shot with a black powder pistol. You're gonna be screaming for a yeah. couple like, days if you die. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really weird because I just didn't feel it this time. Last well, time was probably the first time I seen really quick action scenes. I think that's what they intended. This time watching it, like when Bragg kills the two guys at the beginning of the movie, three guys. super quick. Yeah, three, three of them. Like I I think uh, there should have been more emphasis. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think it showed They him. did cut a part. I don't know if you guys saw like the deleted scenes. It shows the ranch hands like before they rape. And did you see the deleted scene of that? No. They they kidnap the newly married couple, and then they like take them away and rape her. They didn't show the rape scene, but they show a newly married couple walking down in town. They, those two round hands grab her, and that's why the sheriff's there. Yeah, I remember them talking about it. Or did, bringing them. Did up. you see that scene? The deleted scene. No, I think it was right to cut it. So what's your what's your point? It was just not. It didn't. I don't know. I can see. It just didn't feel meaty enough. Like this, I think this is considered like a low budget film, and it is weird because I did pick this movie and I didn't like it as much this time. As I originally did, but I don't know. It's kind of... I kind of took this movie as like um, like a Christopher Nolan movie. People get shot and they die, but you don't see anything. You just see them like lay down and they're dead. You know, like in the end of Inception, where um, Bane's character shoots, kills like a hundred people. You know? yeah. <laughs> he's just I, shooting like a yeah. no, nobody's bleeding. They just fall down. And die. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not asking for that in this movie. I just wish there was a little bit more meat on the action scenes. There was there was triggers pulled and everything was done. Maybe that's super realistic. I don't need a James Bond scene in this. But what about the scene when they go to the jail and it's Yeah, that was the best action scene in the movie. Yeah. That one was really good. And they're getting it hit. Was, you know? I just wish they would have slowed it down or something. I don't know. Like I just so much happens so quickly that you don't really get to digest all of it. Well, I think it was intentional. It was. Yeah. It was meant like to show. Said, it. Like everybody could shoot. Just, it happened quick. What did he say? Everyone can shoot. Or what, yeah. what did he say? Like that happened quick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone can shoot. Like everyone hit their target. Yeah. Yeah. It was real time. There was no slow motion fade. Jump. I know, but the consequences of all of it was 
too hard for me. It's like trying to read real fast and did I you, can't understand it. Did you want like a tombstone? No. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, I seriously did. Just like a couple of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that would have been cool. Would it have been bad to see Everett and Bragg do a slow motion quick draw and Everett hit him first? I think they dragged out that last part a lot. But it, it yeah. was a lot of staring each other down. Would that be bad though? Would it be bad? Uh, I don't know. Would it have been bad, do you think? I think it could have, because this movie was definitely, like, <laughs> super simple. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, do any, like, good, uh, like, angles. It was just straightforward, like, minor pan shots. I do like this movie. I'm not trying to... It sounds like I'm trying to trash it. I did not enjoy it as much this time, though, as I did previously. This movie also, like, really felt... Because it, it's only an hour and 55 minutes long. But man, it felt like two and a half hours. I don't know why. Like, I, just, I don't. I don't know why. I always uh, defend it. Yes, like <laughs> yeah. every fucking movie we pick, I'm always like arguing. <laughs> All right, so maybe I just like to argue. I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't have any um, data on this. I didn't look this up at all, but I kind of feel like westerns are like the person that decides to direct it, and like. In this case, Ed Harris, he probably knew it wasn't going to make a bunch of money because Westerns don't make a lot of money. But, like, I do yeah. appreciate them still making them. Oh, yeah. what I think he's, I think they, the budget was like 20 million and they made 24. So that's not a great return on investment. But, like, I think this was like a project of love. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think anyone oh, sure. that's doing a Western these days knows that they're not going to make a ton of money off of it. It's funny. Like, um, because just the previous year, you got a... I don't know if you consider a Western, but there uh, the movie came out, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, did you get... I don't know. For me, like, when I heard Jeremy Irons' uh, accent or his, like, voice for his character in this movie, I thought he was trying to do, like, an imitation <laughs> of, like, Daniel Plainview from... <clears throat> I, I didn't catch that. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get that. I really like the part when he's getting off the train and he throws his hand up in there. Give me a gun. Yeah, you know, that, I, I was like, that. That feels real. Yeah, <laughs> like a piss off old man. <laughs> you owe me money. You ain't getting no gun. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, All right, Chris. Any last thoughts before we jump into the uh, review of this? Great and fantastic film. Oh, yeah. So great and fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Appaloosa, man. It is great and fantastic. Um, it's <laughs> mediocre. I would say that. Um, not, I, not rating There's it, There's certain aspects of this movie that really shine, especially for me, Viggo, Morton's <laughs> uh, Viggo Mortensen's character. Like, he stole the show for me. And it's funny, too, because you, like, look at the start of this movie and you think, like, oh, man, this is going to be all about Ed Harris and his character. And by the end of the movie, like, it kind of switches over and it becomes Viggo Mortensen's movie. Yep. And I like, I really like the little bit of narration <laughs> that's kind of given in the beginning and the end of this movie. Yep. Uh, that was really done pretty well. Um but yeah, there was just a lot of mistakes. Some of the casting wasn't like there, like with Renee Zellweger's uh, character. Um, yeah, the 
It really smelled, uh, smelled. It really <laughs> felt like like a small time, like low budget movie, which it was. Um, but I love westerns, so I couldn't hate on it that much. Um, are we gonna give our ratings? Or? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything to say? Yeah. Um, Vigo Mortensen. Okay, so I always talk about costumes. How did you guys like the costumes in this movie? They're great. Oh, superb. Um, Vigo's, or what's his name? Everett. Everett's jacket. Yeah. You know, the thing I like about Everett a lot is is he knows what he is. He's a gun for hire, right? He hardly was ever without his gun. He's polishing yeah, that motherfucker. It's his he arm. He treats it like his pet. Yeah, it, like... it's like a, it's an extension of his body almost. Yeah. Have you guys shot a long barrel like a like a double barrel long barrel shotgun before i shot 12 gauge was it a, like was it a combat shotgun or was it a long barrel? it was a long barrel because like quick quick nerdy thing real quick is like a lot of the tactical shotguns nowadays when you shoot them it releases the pressure throughout the gun these old shotguns will knock you down because there's no release of pressure throughout that long fucking barrel and he's shooting an eight gauge, which doesn't exist eight. anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, that's <laughs> like, huge. So, like I was saying, the costumes were fantastic. But um, Everett, he, he doesn't go anywhere without it. He put it down a couple of times, like when he checked out the house, but it wasn't far. Yeah. You know, if yeah. he, um, how do you say it? If he was the brother, mercenary brothers that took off, they didn't have their gun with him. They caught him offhand. Yeah. That would never have happened to him. Yeah. yeah. So I really, I really like the aspect of it. That's cool. I think this whole movie to me is that one friend who gets a bad girlfriend, you know, <laughs> and then the other guy's got to kind of put up with it and not say anything about it. Yeah. That's another thing. <laughs> uh, what else? You want me to throw something? I think that's all I have for this movie. Yeah. All right. So Ed Harris and Vigo, they're best friends, right? Right? Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Virgil even do you think Virgil's a good friend <laughs> like in this movie? Like <laughs> like it kind oh. of felt like like high school kids, you know, like high school friends. But do you think he after the, the man? I'm not sure if he's a good friend in this fucking well, movie. So like well, Everett is there for him every single step of the way. Well, that's my point is that Virgil to me is a, a real person, and people like Everett don't exist. That's no, people like Everett do exist. I don't think so. Just a good friend. Good friends. Uh, he's, he's not. I don't think he's in this perfect. movie. He didn't have any faults. That's my. That's my thing. Everybody is, has. I faults. mean, he murders people <laughs> like for money. Yeah. Like well, he was down. To, I think he was down to kill Brad, and he does at the end of the movie, so that his friend could be. I don't know if that's a fault. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. But what I'm what I'm saying is Ed Harris is a real character. What about has some major flaws. What about fornicating with uh, prostitutes? Is that a fault? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think Ed Harris is a good friend, though? Because I'm not convinced that he's like <coughs> like a good friend. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> I think they have a good friendship, but it probably is a lot more one sided. Right. Yeah, I think more so like Vigo's character was more he saw him as a friend and Virgil 
um, saw him more as a, a partner or like a, um, how, what am I trying to say? A hand. Like yeah. A, like, a, like a hired hand or something. I don't know if, uh, yeah, I don't know if Virgil would be there forever. You know what I mean? I would like, I don't know, that sounds stupid. Probably because like, I don't know if you guys have had like, maybe I'll cut this part up, <laughs> like a super, super, super close friend before that like, like real best friend, like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, spending the night at each other's house on the weekends and shit. But like, I don't know if, I don't know, it sounds dumb, but I don't know if Virgil was like a good That's what I was trying know. to get the point across that like, it, they kind of felt like high school friends. Where they think that they're best friends until like one of them meets a toxic girl, <laughs> and then they kind of like go their own separate ways. Okay. Yeah, I think some some people have friends because it benefits them, and some people have friends just to have friends, even if they don't benefit. You know, but I think I think Virgil appreciated him, but I don't. I, don't, I just like there's even a part where. Uh, where they're talking about when the sheriff died. Like, how did he die? They probably thought he had uh, respect for the law. They probably thought Bragg had respect for the law. And then uh, er Everett tells Virgil, it's probably why you're alive. And he's not. He's like, that's one reason. You'd be another reason why I'm still alive. Do you remember that part? Yeah. He's telling he's telling Vigo, or do you remember that part? Everett? Yeah. He's like, you're a reason why I'm still alive because you got my back pretty much. Yeah. That was a pretty cool part. That was towards the beginning. All right. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about this movie before? Do you? Do you have anything else to say? Um, no, nah, not too much. Um, this this was my pick. I'll, yeah. This I'll, is I'll this is the words. second pick of our three Western picks. Yeah. yeah. Chris, you picked. Um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And then you're picking this one, and then and then <clears> after my pick, um, we're gonna this, do something completely different. Yeah. And <laughs> we are uploading them a little bit odd, so. Uh, all right, um, let's let's jump into the the line. Describe it, Rogan. All right, so we're gonna play a game. It's uh, guess guess the movie based on pretty much the quote of the movie. So yeah. he's gonna say the quote, and you listeners at home gotta guess what movie this quote came from. And this is Chris's pick this time. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Do you remember it this time? <laughs> uh, I do remember it. Damn! You throw me under the bus, bro. <laughs> Um, okay, now you're going to put me on the spot and make me forget <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it. No, um, so this movie line... Um, just say it, just say it. Okay. The trick, Mr. Potter, is not <laughs> minding that it hurts. Oh, that's... Uh, Wait, that's... Don't, don't, don't tell me, don't tell me. The trick, Mr. Potter, is not minding that it hurts. Oh, I know who it is. What is it? It's uh, Fastbender. Yeah, right, it's yeah. From, it's, uh, it's on Prometheus, Prometheus. Yeah. but they're quoting the it from an older movie. Do you know what the older movie is? Oh my god! <laughs> Extra <laughs> bonus points. <laughs> that's a it's a war movie for sure. Is it Mash? No, kind of. Yeah, no, no. Is I don't know Mash? what it's referring to. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh shit! Uh, that's I, I, right. I, is that a good one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we kind of got like a we got <laughs> we got that. Well, we got the reference of the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, who wants to go first? I think you've been going first the whole time in this. Yeah. So keep it constant. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really wished I want I wanted to like this movie more than what I remember it. You know, 
or I wanted to like it more now than when I remember it. And it was a bit disappointing, you know, especially with such a star-studded cast. I mean, for me, it was kind of reminding me of how um, S. Craig Zoller did um, his Western. Um, yeah, that was shit was good. Yeah, it was like fun. it was like a small, like small town vibe. Yeah. Like with a star-studded cast. Yeah, okay. And that one pulled it off perfectly. But and that that's I'm sorry. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean it, it was a western, but it was like a slash horror. <laughs> and so Yeah. And then this one, Ed Harris, uh it really felt like his like directing ability isn't really that polished yet. Um I don't know if he's gonna do any more, but this is two thousand eight, so I don't know. I don't think he's directed anything like, like as of late. Um, so, with that being said, I had to give this movie a five and a half. Oh, that's pretty low. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. All right, Pierre, go ahead. So, when this movie first came out, I loved it. I loved it, loved it. Because we have a shortage of Westerns. Most of them are remakes. You know, like... Uh, 310 to Yuma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or True Grit. Yeah. And those are, they were done well. It's just, it's, it sucks because there's no new ones, you know, that are, we don't have a plethora of them. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's unfortunate. I really enjoyed this movie when it first came out. I enjoyed it this time. Um, I did like it less than I did originally. I didn't see any flaws with it when it came out. But um, based on Renee Zauer's poor acting in that scene Damn. yeah it, but it was it was i was pissed i i, I told jackie and she's like she said, let it go <laughs> and then the indian scene it didn't feel like it, it delivered to me everything else i loved about it so i give it an eight an eight out of ten that's pretty high it yeah. is high yeah okay. I, I just don't see the flaws in it like you guys do but i think i'm also easier to please <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to give this, I think I'll give this a 6.5 out of 10. That's weird because I did pick this movie because I, I was like, this is a great movie. Fuck it, let's just throw that one on. But um, I don't know if there's Renee, Renee Zellweger, um, the 15-year-old Virgil Cole, who's never seen a woman before in his life. <laughs> um, it's just some, I don't know, there's some weird stuff. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I don't, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it again. The, yeah. the, the thing to watch it for was Virgil and Everett's connection was superb. But that's, I don't know if that's uh, that makes a movie. But And I don't know. So that's my rating. Um, <laughs> quick, quick. Uh, let me see. All right. So we've had, we have a, couple of episodes up now maybe five or six we're getting some downloads which is really cool but we're not getting any emails from you guys so you go ahead and email us and tell us what you thought of <laughs> this movie review and all the other ones we did get one email i don't know if it counts because it was my mother and <laughs> 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 she listened to the the kid episode the charlie chaplin kid review so we're going to read it. <laughs> yeah, another thing I was going to say is um, if you guys respond, tell us who 
You think you it's full agree. of shit. Yeah, yeah. I agree with your more. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> or who you, if you watch the movie, who you agree with more. And I'm sure it's going to be me. So uh, this is mine, uh, Peter and David's mother who wrote in. <laughs> Here it is, guys. Um, first, I would have never looked at this picture up if I had not heard your review. Nor would I take the time to send you an email if it were not the fact that you are mine. So, about the <laughs> Jesus reference, it wasn't just a plain picture of Jesus, it was Jesus carrying his cross. I believe we have, we all have our own cross to bear, our difficulties in life. The woman at this point had her own cross, the parentheses, difficulties. I thought the cross reference appropriate. Next, I did not hear any of you speak about when the woman was in front of the church looking at the couple who had just gotten married. Do you remember that? I don't Anything? remember that part. I don't no. remember that. Maybe she didn't see the same uh, version of it. <laughs> than we did. The woman is standing in front of a stained glass window to make it look like she had a halo around her head. Maybe you did mention it's been a while since I heard um, this <laughs> podcast episode. And last but not least, it is slapstick humor. I don't like and have never liked this kind of humor. And so I was not just tired, I was bored. I did not look at the movie any further. So I give a note to this pick. I am, <laughs> to my surprise, however, enjoying your reviews. Thank you, Mom. So <laughs> just, a, just a quick thing, something stupid about um, the kid, since we already reviewed it. Uh, Charlie Chaplin... Um, it felt like he played uh, different <laughs> characters in the movie. In real life, he was the parent who lost the child. He was the orphan kid in real life. In real life, he was the star-studded actor. So, it, like all those roles, kind of reflected his own life. Did you ever pick up on that? No, no. and that was the first one I've seen. Okay, so that's it. But um, that's all. And I what have. she was saying is. Uh, so I said I didn't uh, think that the Jesus reference in the movie, I was like, that's kind of inserted weirdly. She said it wasn't just Jesus. He was carrying a cross, and it was supposed to signify her hardships in life, which does make sense now that she pointed it out. Um, so, yeah, guys, right in. We're getting uh, lessons from Germany and where else? A lot of California. UK, a lot of the U.S., but we have no idea if you guys like it or hate it. Um, Even New Zealand, too. Yeah, New Zealand. Let, uh, tell us what you think. And thank you, guys. Um, come back next week. And have a safe uh, have a safe week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.